When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off. What would you like first, Sir Mahoney? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Yeah, this is the time of year where everyone's got their little holiday decorations out. And I don't know if you guys have seen those memes that float around every single year of the kids getting cheeky and they'll take the little Rudolph and the other reindeer and they'll set them up where it looks like they're getting it on and it's always hilarious. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, <laughs> in this case, this is a... Uh, a homeowner in Zephyr Cove, which is uh, South Lake Tahoe. Okay. And this guy's named Dave. He had a inflatable Rudolph in his front yard. And he also had a camera, like a ring camera set up outside so he mm-hmm. could see what was going on. And he shared the security footage. I guess there was some bear that was walking by and did not appreciate the way that Rudolph was stunting on him. Oh, damn. No, he didn't like that red nose. No, he did that not. He was, getting all, he was playing all them reindeer games. <laughs> This guy, Dave, put sad news, woke up this morning to Rudolph laying on the ground unresponsive. No amount of CPR or duct tape could revive him. This bear... Was it a blow-up one? Yeah, he oh, effed okay. up this blow-up Rudolph, man. Aw. He's, I mean, he's a Grinch. He's not in the Christmas spirit just yet. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. It, you know, some people, they get excitable. Mahoney gets excitable very pre-Christmas. And this mm. guy was just saying, listen, commercialism... Slow down. It's not anywhere near Christmas just yet. He's not. You know what? He he wants Christmas to be about the reason for the season, and that is not consumerism and shopping. So I've exactly. been learning a lot about bears. Why? As you do. As you do. As okay. you do. All right. And I feel like we were bamboozled in our youth. Winnie the Pooh. Well, yes. Smoking but bear. When you think about hibernation. Oh, yeah. You thought these sons of bitches were sleeping for like three or four months straight. No, man. They're not. They're not. No. How long are they sleeping for? A normal amount of sleep. Eight hours? But they're just like holed up in a cave so they don't leave the cave. Yeah. So like, oh. they're just chilling in the cave, but they wake up and they go back to sleep. But they eat like twigs and sticks and things to clog them up so they don't have to leave the cave. To, to poop. To yeah. poop. Oh, but they, occasionally that, they do. That's real smart. They that's constipate smart. themselves on purpose. You know what? Maybe this bear was constipated. Maybe that's and why grumpy. he was so angry at Rudolph. Yeah, that makes like, sense. I haven't pooped in 17 days. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, like. Make anybody mad. What do you think, like, bears, like the housing market's like for bears? Because we know it's uh, hard out there for everybody right now. Find right? all the caves in yeah. the right neighborhood. You're right. Well, even school find, district. I mean, how, how many caves do you think there are? Few. Like, probably not, not that lot. many. Yeah. This, like, this are, are caves like bear penthouses? Probably. I yes. mean, I imagine they are. For the elite. Yeah. I mean, like, the 1%. A, imagine <laughs> if you've got a great cave and, like, you bring your girl back. Uh-huh. And she's like, damn, you got the whole cave to yourself? I Well, no, I have a roommate, but he's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. 
So this is interesting. We've all heard about Airbnbs and are very kind of familiar and comfortable with that process now. I enjoy Airbnbs from time to time. Not I all the time, to. but yeah. You I'm, enjoy them less now? Yeah, it's just the cleaning fees, the uppity ass... Uh, like rental who, companies. Yeah, it's so, got, it's got, it feels like it's gotten more like corporate, even though when it was just one corporation with Airbnb, it felt more personal because it was kind of like you were connected directly with the homeowner. Yeah. Now there's like these groups that just do a whole bunch of rentals for a whole bunch You're of people. Just like crappy hotels. Yeah, uh, I like VRBO a little bit better. Sure, VR, VRBO. But they had their issues as well. They, but, they all do. Yeah. But for me, like with a family, like traveling with other families, for example, when you go to hotels, it's a it's kind of awful experience because well, you can't put your kids down in the hotel room and then meet up with the other families. Well, or you have six people like you do in your family. Right. You need, you know, minimum two rooms. You, you, you can't. You need a, basically a full house at this point if you're going to travel with another family. Yeah. Well, I mean, even on the opposite side, say you're a person who has an Airbnb or if you've got a, a VRBO or whatever it is, and then you have a people people who come in and trash your home, too. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, there's a lots yeah. of things wrong on either side, and I think that the hotel industry is just more used to people trashing their stuff and they have more money. This is interesting, though. Airbnb unveiled a new service that will allow renters in the U.S. to earn extra cash by hosting part-time guests in their apartments. So they said they've already formed a partnership with nearly a dozen property management companies in 175 apartment buildings across major U.S. cities like L.A., San Francisco, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Denver, Seattle, and Phoenix. This seems real like it could get real problematic. Maybe, but it's the sort of thing where instead of like having to go to like an extended stay America or whatever, you can just like rent, you can sub-lease somebody's apartment for... No, no, not, not just it like, sounds a, room, like a whole apartment no, for I like hear a you. couple of but months. It sounds like also a room and creepy as dudes, and there's already enough problems with spyware and cameras and you know a bunch of creeps trying to watch me poop. Like, yeah, you're worried about creepy dudes watching you poop. Yep, those are the real creeps. Uh. I mean, that happens. Like you've heard that happen in hotel rooms. I mean, I think that you just need to be on your guard no matter where you're at. Honestly, at this point, don't there's, you hate that? It, it really, don't yes, just hate yes, that. Dave, I do. <laughs> Man, when I see like the marketing for like the spy cams. I'm like and the USB this, ports. This should be illegal. They're, like, what are you talking about? How like, is it not having a an alarm clock that looks like an alarm clock, but instead it's a it's a full on 4K camera? Like, mm. ugh. Yep, it's really weird. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know how any of that is legal for purchase. Well, I mean, because the usage for it, I get like. If you think that stuff's being stolen from your house, or, not it's, a, or it's a nanny yeah, cam, but, I mean, you want to make th- sure we know that okay. the vast majority of the time, that's the least case usage uh, for it. Yeah, at most cases, it's creeps trying to see people naked. Yeah, no. If 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 I were to ever have, have a nanny cam because I didn't trust the person that was watching my kids, they wouldn't be watching your kids, right? No. Or if or if I did actually have a nanny cam because I was unsure of it, I would have a full on NFL. Film crew out Absolutely. there following. You got like that flyby cam? No, the guy that, that runs into the end zone after the guy scores a touchdown that's holding it Dude. wearing the red vest. I'd have him following her Your around. Your production everywhere. team yeah. out there. That's right. What do you think that guy's back feels like? <laughs> Terrible, man. Like, that's just. I mean, they're running down the sideline. And, and then they go sprinting into the end zone. Carrying a camera. When literally everyone else from the team is piling into the yeah. end zone, you just know you're going to get wiped uh-huh. out. Got to be a fun gig. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message. 
All right, weird question. But what is each of your favorite elements from the periodic table? You know, going back to science class in school. Thanks. Message deleted. F you. What is, for real? What are you talking about? Which is man? iron, I believe. Is yeah, it, is no, it's, that's F E. F E. Oh, what is? Oh. There's no F E. <laughs> <laughs> there should be. That's stupid questions like that. Phosphate and uranium. Who has a favorite element? Yeah, I mean, what was the last time anybody looked at the periodic table? That's not right like, now. <laughs> I'm yeah, literally Audrey's, looking it up right now. Audrey's on her periodic table. I think my favorite one is the O. <laughs> I bet it would be. Uh-huh. I think that it's the O for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was that oxygen? Yes, that's oxygen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, is it? Yes. 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 God, we're <laughs> stupid. Is there any irrational fear that you got as a kid that still affects you in adulthood? Message deleted. I don't know about irrational fears, but I mean, you know, the whole arachnophobia thing, when I saw that when I was 12 years old, I've just never been a fan of spiders since. There's there's things I don't like, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with. Yeah. Like horrible bugs. Right. But I will. Same. Like, like, I, like, 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 like if it's me or you, so it's you, bitch. Yeah, like becoming a dad, like if there's a, a spider in the house or a scorpion, like now we're yeah. at war. I'm not running from you. We're fighting. Yeah. We're going to And this is not like... What I want to do, so this is this is real. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know if it's irrational, but during the uh, Halloween holidays, we did one of those spooky, scary haunted houses, mm-hmm. and I was paralyzed with fear, and I was leading the charge, and I realized that I don't like people in masks. I don't like that, because I don't like be, not being able to see who you are, so that if I needed to pick you out of the lineup... For, like, hurting me. And weren't you kind of like a fainting goat where you just sort of, like, froze and peed yourself? I did. Okay, so that was when I was young. But, uh-huh. yes, I peed myself in a haunted corn maze in Alabama because there was a oh. person with a uh, chainsaw. chainsaw chasing yeah. after me. That's scary. And yeah. they cornered me, and I peed. That yeah. is a dick move yeah, on that. I hope, I hope he has bad things happening yeah, to him. Yeah, and I was with a birthday party, so I had to go out there and miss pee pants. <laughs> I think the other thing that's scary about haunted houses, so especially like the seasonal ones, not the year, not the year-round installations. Year-round installations, I get those don't those mm-hmm. don't those aren't as iffy. But the fly-by-night seasonal in a IKEA parking lot haunted house. The reason why I don't like those is because the people they hire too enthusiastic. Carnies. Yes. They're they're just they're carnies. They a bunch they, of drifters. A hundred percent. And one- we know that how we know SeaWorld bunch of bitches <laughs> we know what's going on in your weird ass haunted house slash orgy pit they're all having sex yep. every last one of them dude so you were just knocking the ikea um parking lot haunted houses that's the a, one that's the one that's over by us is the scariest one in the entire country literally do they just say that no literally how, how do they know that yeah it's been like voted i guess because oh, you really? have to sign like waivers and stuff in order to get into the I feel one like they just say you have to sign waivers no have you ever been into it no they like do a mock like you like a shoot lineup and they can quote unquote pee on you it's like very vulgar they can pee on you yeah it's like can i it's, pee on it's them because well. of its vulgarity <laughs> it's, I think. Just, it's like the, the spider thing going back to that yep. it's like all right now we're fighting swords been a minute. Since drink, I played. I'm going to drink a large Mountain Dew before I go in there. Mm-hmm. Game Asparagus. on. Asparagus. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there anything that any of you have attempted to do multiple times but have failed every time? Message deleted. Drink and enjoy eggnog. 
I try every every year. year. I'm with you on that. Every Dude. year, I'm like, let's get into the holiday spirit. Let's have some eggnog. <laughs> and then I have one cup, and I'm just like, oh god, what have I you done? You need to find the art. You're getting the store bought. What, what, what do you? Mean? Where, where, I want you my make your own eggnog crafted by an artisan. By an artisan. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the artisan? Uh, I got my people. I'm not going to share that. Marie Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the artisan. I mean, truly, every year there's certain seasonal things like. Peppermint sticks. Oh, I love like, peppermint sticks. I'll like, suck the hell out of those. But exactly, Sorry? you have to like yeah. slob uh, on the knob. Pe- oh yeah, call me peppermint sticks. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, you know how you and I sometimes say that we're not really in the mood for new friends in our friends group, and Audrey always gives us a bunch of guff. For old, She's not old grumpy, enough yet. Yeah. And it's also different for dudes. So I was thinking about that while, while I was driving into work, and I realized that it's not so much that I'm unwilling to have new friends, it's that I find myself becoming very affectionate towards things that aren't necessarily human. Like what? So when I was younger, I was just going about my life and I wasn't paying attention to some of the things that I found have become very important to me. We've talked about how I have a favorite burner on the stove. Front right on the stove if that I use every a, single if time. If you don't have a favorite burner, you're a terrorist. That's me. You're, all you don't, you all just, burners are fine. Any burner? Oh. Sure. You'll just go back you're left? You're just out here willy-nilly you'll and putting any pot on any burner? Any pot on oh, any burner. Oh, you pussy. Oh, open range, open relationship. <laughs> oh, no. Open range you know, relationship. It's just, it's whichever, whichever one feels like it needs more love that day. Oh, uh, okay. All right. You are all yours the same size because I use I use the biggest one. I use the smallest one. See, but the biggest one on our stove is in the center, and putting it in the center feels Why odd. Why would they put the biggest one in the center? I, that's what I'm saying. So I really do, truly, depending on what pot I am using, is which burner um, I'll use. Let me just get this straight. So you're telling me not in a situation where you're like cooking multiple things because that's a different scenario. Mm-hmm. If you're just cooking one thing, mm-hmm. let's say you're making. Bacon in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday. Mm, that sounds great. Doesn't that sound good? Like the mm. crispy bacon, but it's still but but the clean up on the stove. Yeah, like, it's that's, a a, that's why I don't cook bacon. But if you were just cooking bacon, bacon on a Saturday bacon. morning, you don't have a bacon burner. No, mm. you just in any one of them. Yeah, I don't huh. believe okay. Because I also I also bake bacon. Bacon, 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 is the bacon way is the way to go. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Plus, clean up too. Yep. So I, um, you, just, you put a tray under it, mm. and a little thing on top. Tray in aluminum foil, so that yep. whenever the oh, the yeah. bacon grease yeah. of the aluminum foil mm-hmm. is all settled in, then you just wrap it all up what and do you toss do? it. What and do you, you do have to your... worry about the bacon grease? Oh, so that's you wrap it up. Yeah, well, you can make yeah, it into smart. gravy. Yeah, you could I bacon don't. bacon gravy, baby. That's too much effort. So the reason why today I was thinking about this mm-hmm. is because you know the, the front b- front right burner for me is always the one that I go okay. to that's your bestie it is um, and then I also realized that I have a, um, a deep affection I I wouldn't call it love necessarily but it's close okay. for a particular stoplight that if you listen to the show regularly you know that we recently changed studios mm-hmm. I used to go through this stoplight every day when we were going to our old studios and now, I don't regularly go through that anymore, mm. but today I kind of went a little out of my way so I could go through this particular stoplight because it is magnificently timed. I mean, whoever programmed that stoplight, it's the sort of thing where you can be coming up to it and it can be turning red and the car will be crossing in front of you and uh-huh. it will immediately turn green. And I mean, the timing of it, the censoring, just impeccable. Jeff Kiss for you, Oh, huh? I am... 
It got me a little randy. Moni, is there anything in your life that you can say that you have the same type of affection that Dave has for a stoplight? I don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, I don't, mean, I don't mean to laugh after no, that. that. No, green, I, I understand. Red. No, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, there's nothing worse. There's nothing better than a great stoplight, and there's nothing worse than a, than, than yeah. a bad. I get. Stoplight. I have a new bad stoplight. Oh, so now all of a sudden you understand, and you're over here mocking my love. Well, I don't know if I would prefer stoplights over friendships. It's it is I get more out of that stoplight than like eighty percent of my real life friendships. I'm gonna send that stoplight a Christmas card. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. So everyone has their own unique way of finding love, and some people are very unlucky in love. And, and after you've been unlucky in love a couple of times, you just realize you got to start shooting your shot more. You don't get what you don't ask for. Shoot or shoot. Yep. Kobe. I mean, the universe doesn't owe you anything. It's true. You have to seize your destiny and take your moments that could have been to Craigslist, Dave. And, you know, we had a caller the other day that asked us if we had ever written poems when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I've never written a poem. Uh, That is not true for this gentleman that will start off the misconnection inspection today. It is entitled Credit Union Clerk. It is a man for a woman. And he wrote her a poem and put it on Craigslist. Please tell me it's all with C's. No, it's not. Uh, Seeing you at the union made my day, even though all I did was pay. I can't get the thoughts of you away. Your beautiful red hair dropped past your shoulder, making my heart a little less colder. Kelsey, you're my North Star, showing me out of darkness from afar. Oh, wait, I don't hate that. That's kind of cute. Is it? I mean, it's not like I would not respond, but I mean, that's nice. <laughs> I'm just picturing the methed out uh, old guy from Up. Like if the methed out version of that guy. It's yeah. like this is not some handsome debonair young man putting out this prose. This is a... This, this is an old dude. Why are you thinking of the old guy from Up? But the methed out version. What would that even look like, Mahoney? I have a He's already picture. old and I, I actually have some add, audio of add, what that would Add some meth in there. Not only look like, but also sound like. It's a chauvinistic pig attitude that you're going to do something because you work at the Arsenal and you got a Mercedes Benz and you ain't got to walk every day, so you're going to get out and strut that ass. Strut that ass. I mean, the reason I say old is because who goes inside to the bank? Olds. Olds. Uh, this... You go into a bank, you want to you find old people? A buffet at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. And or a bank at any time. This is entitled Girl with Blue Hair. It's a man for a woman as well. I saw you crossing the street and thought you looked absolutely gorgeous. You had blue hair and... We're wearing those large shoes that look like you get kicked in the nuts for a living. You also had on a black jacket. Respond if this might be you, or respond if you happen to be someone with blue hair. So, <laughs> wait, pause. She gets kicked in the nuts? That's what he said. Okay. She was wearing large shoes that look like you get kicked in the nuts. Or for maybe a she kicks people in the nuts. Yeah. Like they're do- those like big Doc ass yeah, dominatrix boots or something. Oh, maybe. that could be it, yeah. Uh, this is entitled Looking for Chris. This is Man for Man. You work in security, and we used to get together at my apartment. We used to communicate over kick, and you would send me hot videos. I miss that. I want to be yours again. Please see this and get a hold of me. Why don't you just communicate with him the same way you used to communicate with him? This is what I don't, I mean, this is what I don't understand. If you had several encounters Mm -hmm. of the sexual nature, 
how do you not know how to get a hold of that person? Yeah, I mean, you're not connected in any way. Like, how did you set up these meets to begin with? I think that you're burner not phone. you're not, you're not living in the world of burner phones. You're exactly right. <laughs> who has a burner phone? People, People who that are doing, doing shady stuff. Yeah, where you buy those at like Seven Eleven? Yeah, I'll get you Cricket. one. I'll get you one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, and we don't ne- normally see these. This is tall, dark hair, thigh high socks, woman for woman. Oh, okay. It was a Thursday night around five thirty p.m. You and a friend walked into Wally World and went to the bread aisle. You had a bold look, were fabulously dressed, and carried it off beautifully. I didn't want to stare, so I have no idea how old you are, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, if you see this and like it, hit me up, and maybe we can meet up for your next outing. Listen, I'm not trying to be a hater, but anybody who's not in SpongeBob or Tweety Bird pajamas in a Walmart is like seemingly, yes, you're either a hooker or you just seem a little bit more attractive because the pool that goes into Walmart is like legit. People who wear Tweety Bird pajamas. Does does everyone get together in the Tweety Bird pajama forum and decide, all right, we're all going to Walmart (laughs) Thursday, 8 o'clock? Like Marvin the Martian. I never see Tweety Bird, Marvin the Martian, SpongeBob pajamas unless I'm at Walmart. I am shocked that we haven't seen the hip hop (laughs) uh, versions of the Looney Tunes make a comeback. Those were so big in the. uh, Oh, the varsity jackets? No, like it was always like Taz. And like but a backwards hat and like a chain of bibs <laughs> yeah. and one of them's undone. <laughs> You're like, hey, we're cool. Well, we're you know, just- those varsity jackets where Taz was on the back of them were sick. Do you guys remember them? They were, they were almost like the NASCAR jackets, too. Also, hilarious that those are I, the same. I like those Frosted Flakes ones. Like the, the, the big cereal like jackets that look like the NASCAR Bring jackets. Bring yeah. those back. If we are bringing any type of nostalgia back and that has not come with it, Leave the 90s alone. Leave the 2000s alone. Are we going to do this? Are we going to lead the charge? Are we going to show no. up on Monday I, wearing d- Frosted Flakes jackets? I'm going to look right that's now. A, I bet we can find it on eBay. That's appropriation? Yeah, that's Tony the Tiger's thing, man. Oh, really? Yeah. We can't do that? Yeah. What if hey, I screw him. What if I identify as a tiger? <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, Blitz. Glamour, Glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So this is a real thing. I'm not making this up. There is a movie called Cocaine Bear. Well, yeah, the Cocaine Bear. It's yeah. like, no, it's, it's notorious. A famous, yeah, I mean, it's a real thing. Uh, oh, a smuggler famous. crashed a plane. Mm-hmm. I forget where. It was Kentucky. Ni- it was 1985. Uh, uh-huh. And the very bizarre real life events is what the focus of this film is. The bear ingests a monumental amount of cocaine, followed by the drug runner's plane crash leading an array of authority criminals, teens, and tourists to find their way to a forest in Georgia where the fired-up animal is out for blood. So that's not the... That's not the real story. That's not the real story. The real story is the bear found the coke, did all, you know, ate it all, and then died of a heart attack. But we like to think of, I believe this is what would have happened had this taken place in uh, an alternate universe where the bear did not have a heart attack. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on you. The bear. It did cocaine. So, it's a comedy. Like, this is not like a documentary it's a of what comedy horror. It, it reminds it's a dark me, comedy horror. It reminds me of some of the, um, like, Broken Lizard stuff. 
you know, the guys who did Super Trooper, they also did a, like a, a like a pseudo horror comedy. Yeah, it's kind of like a um, meme core version of what this story actually is. So, and I just said a Kentucky for a minute ago. So the reason why this story is so big again in Lexington, where I went to school, and it's massive. You see this giant cocaine bear everywhere you go. They put it on T-shirts. It's a huge thing. It's because a police officer who was a narcotics officer in Lexington turned drug dealer got on a plane, dumped the coke in Georgia, and then the oh. bear found it, got all jazzed up on coke, had a bunch of good ideas, pitched them, they all failed, and then he died. <laughs> and the first voice <laughs> that we heard in that clip was Ray Liotta, man. Which oh, really? Sucks. Oh, man. Man, that one, that one, I loved Ray Liotta. He I was... don't like that that's going to be his final movie, man. Or this is this the kind of the perfect way to... Sum up a, a a career, Dave. You'll also be happy to know your high school slash early college days crush, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell oh, is yeah. also uh, also in it, and uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who oh, okay. in Modern Family. Modern Family, okay, very random. <laughs> so it's, it actually looks like a pretty good. It looks like a pretty good cast. Have you seen that guy from from TikTok and from uh, Instagram? That's he acts like he's the disgruntled employee. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you. You know, you should come into work more often. He's like, oh, I work here. He's in the movie as well. Oh, really? Yeah, Scott something or other. Good for him. Yeah. First uh, role, I yeah. bet. Moving on up. <laughs> and if being not, du- it's first role that we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> and being directed by Elizabeth Banks, which- uh, I like Elizabeth Banks. I think she is like- She was the evil villain in uh, Hunger Games, right? I loved her in Scrubs. In Scrubs. Mm, you love Scrubs, just I, in general. I really so, do. Some sad news. Uh, singer for Fleetwood Mac, Christine McVie- uh, Passed away, 79 years old, short illness, I guess, and nobody really saw it coming. I mean, Fleetwood Mac was having such a resurgence, you know, starting at the beginning of... Uh, COVID times, yeah, you know, dog face, dog face on the know. long board, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, for me, last year, if you don't know what Mahoney's talking about. Is that video that was like the most viral video at the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah. He's... Of course, that's Steve. Yeah, uh, Fleetwood Mac was my most listened to band of 2020. Oh, really? Like when they do huh. those year end recaps? Yeah, I. You know, I uh, my my mom always loved Fleetwood, and so like he heard heard, heard a fair amount of it growing up. Yeah, and uh, but uh, just just a loss. I mean, the, uh, a giant in the music community mm-hmm. for sure, and uh, just you know. she didn't get enough love though. I don't think because well, Stevie, I, Stevie just outshined because she was kind of yeah. like the sex symbol, sex goddess, the witch goddess of Fleetwood, yeah. and you know you there. Everybody in that band is so. T- it's like the Beatles. I mean, literally, Truly. everybody in there individualized. They have m- monster talent. Everybody, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. The uh, the statement from the band said she was the best musician anyone could have ha- hoped to have in the band, and the best friend anyone could have in life. We cherish Christine deeply and are very thankful for the amazing memories that we have. Is that from Fleetwood or is that from Stevie? That's from Fleetwood. Oh, Stevie from pinned something. Page, yeah. You know, I-, I was reading Stevie's pin to Christine, and um, I love that she did a handwritten letter. Because it's just, it feels so much more heartfelt, and I think yeah. that she did that on purpose. Like, it was, I mean, she took a photo of yeah. the pen. That's, but I mean, the pen to paper. Uh, a screen cap of your notepad is not the proper <laughs> way to memorialize somebody, in my opinion. Well, uh, yeah. And finally, have you guys watched Tulsa King on Paramount Plus? It's That's, the new Sylvester Stallone one. I've been getting a lot of previews for that, and it doesn't look horrible. It's I've the been number thinking one, about it. It's the number one new series of the year, I guess, mm-hmm. and Stallone... 
Uh, he plays a New York uh, mafia guy looking to resume his criminal career after serving 25 years in prison. And that's kind of about the right role for Sylvester Stallone, yeah. it feels like. Do you remember not too long ago he was going through it with his wife? They had a whole divorce that was going on. Yeah. He had a portrait of her that Tattoo. he then covered up with their dog instead. <laughs> Now a tattoo of a Rottweiler. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I bring that up is, do you think that all of that drama between the two of them, and of course we can just speculate, right? We don't know. But do you think that that was happening because he was so stressed out about this new role he was no. doing? Somehow I doubt that he was stressed out about a role. I mean, he's yeah. been doing movies for 50 years. But now the show's out and they're back together. Well, they they, they made up pretty quick. You know, and sometimes, you know, you break up to make up. Yeah. And uh, I like... I like Stallone in kind of the bad guy uh, main role. Yeah. I do. You know, there's only been a few movies that he's... That he, new one that was on Amazon was Bud. That I didn't see. I was thinking oh. there was like... Oh God, what was that movie? came out in like 2005. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'm looking it up right now. Well, the president of Paramount, while you're looking that up, said it shattered records driving us to... What is it? Get Carter. Get Carter. It was a yeah. remake, but it was really good. Driving us to our biggest New Day signups in history, which wow. we instantly greenlit season two. So more uh, more of Tulsa King is coming to Paramount+. Plus. And so is that, uh, in just a couple of weeks, actually, the new... Uh, Yellowstone spinoff, 1923. I'm here. Helen Mirren. She looks awesome. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. Dude. He actually looks pretty good in this role because he's playing an old guy. Because yes, he looks yes. like he was Age born in 1842. Yeah. <laughs> A spot he, on. He was actually, was he born probably before 1923? <laughs> now no. that I think about it. No. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. It's time for a round of Bleep BS, and Heidi is joining us this morning here on the Dave Mahoney program. Heidi, how's it going? Good. How are you this morning? Excellent. Do you have a dirty mind? Sometimes. All right. Well, ho- girl. Hopefully you can uh, try to keep your mind out of the gutter while we're playing these clips for you. Mahoney and Audrey don't know the correct answer, so they are here to help you out today. We've got a total of three. You get two out of the three. You win just like that, Okay. Thank you so much. All right, so this first one here is a guy that is trying to segue a conversation, and sometimes that can be a little bit challenging, and you're trying to figure out what he's trying to segue into talking about. I mean, politicians and, like, newscasters do that really well. Let's have a listen. Is is in our world... A good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, if you yeah. have a double boat, yeah, that's you, a good if you thing. heard the word, you, but uh, generally, when you hear the word, not economically, something good come to mind for yeah. me. Yeah, is he talking about a docking, b inflation, or c parties? Oh man, Heidi, I don't know, but I feel like if there is going to be any type of conversation, it's got to be about inflation. I not talking. Like. I thought so too. I mean, it said economy in there, so I'm hoping inflation. Let's 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 listen. Give that one more listen. All right. Is is in our world a good thing or not a good thing? It depends upon what the topic Generally. is. What are we talking about? Generally, if you yeah. have double boat, yeah. That's if you, a good if you thing. heard the word, you. But uh, generally, when you hear the word, not economic. Something good come to mind for yeah. me? Yeah, I think it's docking. You think it's docking? I okay. do. Okay. No, you don't. I 100% do. Okay. I 100% do. Audrey I, thinks it's inflation. I Heidi said inflation as well. Yeah, inflation is correct. Yeah, Mahoney, are you trying to do this on purpose? You have been awful. I heard, I heard boat. You no. are not good at, at 
freakouts this week either. Nope. Nope. Call, call him out? Why, why, why are you Don't talking to She's just speaking the truth. We're in a new studio. My, you know, my <laughs> chi, my feng shui is all off, Heidi. It's okay. We'll get your chi back. I'm sorry. Okay, so Thank here you. we go. You can actually win it right here if you get this answer correct. This guy does some naughty things in oh, the streets. Man. You're trying to figure out what he is up to. Guess I like a lot of things and like things in places that like normally you're not allowed to. So, okay, so you're artist got it sometimes <laughs> is he a a graffiti artist b a street artist without a license or c a tattoo artist that specializes in nether region tattoos none of those Ooh. answers are what i thought graffiti artist was the one that came to my mind first let's have a listen again guess i like a lot of things and like things in places that like normally you're not allowed to so, okay so you're artist got it sometimes <laughs> graffiti i'm gonna say tattoos tattoos in the, the nether regions and i'm sorry that's I, incorrect. graffiti it's graffiti yeah see got my chi oh, back sorry. and my feng shui back already wrong. heidi uh-huh. coming at me all right mm-hmm. it's okay she just wanted to make the game last a little longer yeah she's enjoying this oh which women don't normally yeah, enjoy right. things with us mahoney so let's just well, sometimes it just it. takes a little longer for us yeah that's fine it's fine. We're here for it. I like to get this over with. Third and of course fi- you do. Third and final oh, one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that only one of us will probably agree with this controversial opinion, but let's have a listen. What's your single most controversial opinion? I think are so overrated. I am an avid hater. I feel 10 times grumpier after I and I don't feel refreshed. I hate them. Did you talk about pooping? <laughs> This individual <laughs> hates something that most people tend to enjoy. Is it A... Adult toys, B, massages, or C, naps. Whoa. Oh, my oh God. naps, naps. Let's She's talking about being grumpy. Yeah, for sure. Heidi. What's your single most controversial nap? I think are so overrated. I am an avid hater. I feel 10 times grumpier after I and I don't feel refreshed. I hate them. Oh, if she like, naps. I don't want, if you hate naps, you're, a, you're, you are, you are un American. All right, Heidi, final answer is I'm naps. You did it. Heidi talked some trash. Thank you, guys. She had a great time. She elongated the game and still finished strong. Would you like to apologize, Mahoney? No, I would not. I'm still shook from that I'm woman. sorry, Mahoney. I apologize to you. Oh, Thank you, oh, Heidi. You, that is don't, right. Don't you give him that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So there's very few people in this world that love the holidays more than Mahoney. I'm sure there's plenty of people that love the holidays as much as Mahoney. But, I mean, you've got four trees or is it still three? Uh, well, I have four, but only three are up. Okay, We so, need to get decorations for our other tree. So you've got the main tree in the living area. Yep. You've got a bedroom tree. Does the bedroom tree stay on all night? Uh, some nights. Some nights. Okay. Some nights. And then you've got a hallway tree yeah. as well. And uh, you get very into the into the mood and the spirit of the holiday season. I love Christmas. I have there's something. I feel like being an adult sucks, and I'm not nearly at the level of an adult that you are because you've got four children, and that's a lot. It's called forced adulthood. Mahoney. Yeah, um, and I'm trying. I've been avoiding that for a, a fairly long time. I like to embrace, uh, you know, adulthood's. Uh, you know. There's some things that are great about it, but there's also things that like really suck, like mm-hmm. bills never ending, work never ending, mm-hmm. uh, health getting worse, getting fatter. I like to remember the uh, the, the pure joy, and whether or not, like, and, and you know, my mom always made Christmas 
super special. And for credit me. to your mom for that. Where when you think back after all these years as a forty-one-year-old man, the memories, the are, nostalgia of Christmas is oh, yeah. so powerful and amazing. Waking that up you Christmas morning, try to recreate that oh, yeah. even as an adult, and it gives you you know several months of happiness every year. Absolutely, just leaning into that. I that's, start that's listening to Christmas music uh, sporadically in about August. Yeah. What? And then by the time Wait, what August? Oh yeah. And then. What? And then it's full full <laughs> no, blown. No, nah, man. No way. November 1st, full blown. No, you can't be wearing shorts listening to Christmas music. Sure you can. No, I, in my car there driving. There still three whole more months before you get to. I, I hear you. But uh, one of the things that, you know, I think the world of social media has changed. And me being in a relationship and doing more adult things uh, over the last decade. Uh, we send out Christmas cards yep. every year. I would probably not do this if I was single, mm-hmm. and by probably means I 100 percent would definitely not. would not, uh, because I like who you're dead inside. This takes organization. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, I don't yeah. have anybody's address either. My but wife has all of that. Didn't you say you had a dilemma with your Christmas cards? Yeah. Um, so we have new ones this year. I don't know if you've gotten yours yet. They're in the mail. I have not seen it yet. No. Um, but uh, we uh, we send out. We have a list of everybody who we send them out to every year. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple people, two in particular, who we have fallen off their Christmas card list. Are they the, you're certain that they still mail the cards out? I am pretty sure. And they're not sending you one? It seems really odd. I mean, because once somebody's added, like, because me and my wife were going over our Christmas card list. Do you guys delete people from your Christmas card list? Do you guys check it twice? We do check it twice. Okay. Um, so these people we've are on never, the naughty list. We've never had to remove somebody from our Christmas card list. But this is the first time we have noticeably been deleted hmm. from somebody else's. Do you feel like you did something? I don't know. Maybe they feel... Because uh, our Christmas cards, we don't send a letter. We don't do anything. It's just a basically a really nice picture of my wife and I. Yeah. And it says, like, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays and... You know, it's 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 is it Sweet. a little is it a little bit vain? A hundred percent, but it's also saying we're thinking of you. All of these are vain. I mean, back in the day, you used to get a, like a picture in the mail with a handwritten like letter of yeah. like how yes. things were going for the family. Now, I mean, my wife does it. Every girl does it. It seems that uh-huh. has young kids like the stage photos. I'm wearing uncomfortable khakis that give me nut a mammal hugging, toe. Nut, yes, nut I hate dockers. I hate them. I hate them, but I do it. Because you love your wife That's and right. your family, yeah. and those Not they always turn out to be really nice photos. They're nice photos. They're great memories. Uh, you know, even now, my kids are still very young, but seeing just a few years ago how little my oldest was, you know, like it's it's good nostalgia, even though I hate it. And we save all of our Christmas cards from everybody. You know, yeah. it's just something that we do, and it's nice to like go look back from like eight years ago and look through older ones. It's it's, it's oh, just, so you don't even throw them away. No, we are we we you know like I know, and we don't expect people to keep ours. Do the, we, do the we, people that you're that you're talking about that you're not getting the cards from anymore? Do they live in the listening area? Do you? Do you they do not. Okay, so okay, so but we can he, talk freely about this. Yeah. Um, uh, that's important. So, do you see them post? Because a lot of times you'll see people post on their. They didn't Instagrams. get divorced. You know, they family didn't break it's apart. It's a family. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's it's uh. no, somebody didn't die. It's like I'm still very aware. You know, and we were. Uh, Are you close with these people? Uh, you know, like we we like if they were in town, we would have dinner, possibly, which is a big that's step. A big for step us. for you. Yep. So I don't know, man. Possibly. Like, may, I, I feel like we we've just been kind of slighted. My wife thinks we should take them off of our list because this is, I believe, two years in a row now because that we did not get cards 
from so them. A, a, a retaliatory just okay you don't want to be in our life then we're not going to be in yours i say we send i i, I told her like nah man send two Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So what was the very first car you owned? And do you wish you still had it today? Mine was a Honda. Uh, Message deleted. So it's kind of a two-part answer for me because I had a shared car with my brother, which was a 1982 mm-hmm. egg-colored uh, Honda Civic hatchback, yeah. and it was a total piece of crap, but still loved it. Totally awesome. The first car that I owned myself, freshman year of college, so I was 18 years old, I took, I borrowed $5,000 from my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of money to be borrowing. It is, and I borrowed the five Gs from them. And I bought a very responsibly a five O Mustang Woo-hoo. from some shady dude in a parking lot at a gas station. Oh my gosh! So you have your grandparents to thank for your first Mustang. For first Mustang, yeah. And uh, and I wrecked that one. Oh. And then I wrecked the second one. Oh. And uh, oh, there was thir- multiple uh, Mustangs. The, the third one actually I did not wreck. I sold that. You had three. Three Mustangs. Mustangs. You you, ha- you don't understand what a douchebag I was. Listen, I grew up in the South as well. Where I have always wanted a Mustang, that was or like the thing, man. A, a or a Charger, yeah. <laughs> or a you know Camaro. I, you know what I had after the uh, the Mustangs? <laughs> silly little goose. Uh, Charger. <laughs> <laughs> we are douchebags. The SRT Did you say thumb for thumb 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 ring? <laughs> thumb rings. <laughs> yeah. So what my, was your first car? My grandmother uh, on my dad's side gave me her old car because she wasn't driving. They'd retired down to the Lake of the Ozarks. And, you know, it just wasn't driving. She was you know, been retired for many years, but yeah. she never really drove a whole lot. You know, she worked part time at a doctor's office when she was working. And so didn't just really drive a lot and gave me this like mint condition. 1977 Forest Green Ford Thunderbird. There's a picture of it. I love what? green cars. That thing is awesome. I, I mean, obviously, what? it wasn't in that kind of condition, right? No, it was. <gasps> it was, dude. I mean, it was like it, I think uh, it had. I think it had thirty thousand miles on it, dude. That thing would be worth like a hundred thousand dollars today. Uh, yeah. And I, you can't I ha- have that car. So honey. here's the That's thing. Too cool. I, I, well, too it cool. wasn't cool in. 1990. It wasn't old enough yet to be vintage. It was yeah. just old. It was yeah. like 19. No, it was it was about it was about 18, 19 years old. So it was like 1997 or something like that. 1996. Yeah. So it was. It, yeah. You're right. Like 20 years after the fact. Now, like that car. Yeah. Would be unreal. And I. It was so big, and it had so much engine. I could not drive it. Couldn't handle it. I yeah. could not. So yeah. I had to like. We had to give that to my stepdad to drive, and then my parents gave me money to buy a what I consider to be my other first car, a 1992 Toyota Celica, Ooh. which is literally one-third the size of that Thunderbird, and I drove the hell out of that thing. Would and you go back and drive that car right now? No, that- I would. I would love to have that Thunderbird, and you couldn't pay me enough money. To put me in a Celica just because how uh, how tight it was, and I like because it, it feels like a pocket car, man. Like yeah. at this point, like a, a gentleman of your stature does not belong in a vehicle that I small. Did, you you deserve a finer, it, larger chair. Like it was hard to go solo in that car. 
It was oh, so Oh, that's crash. right, because you did. I did. You did that a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you had, okay. What? <laughs> when you're like 19 and you're driving to go oh like have an experience with somebody. Oh, you wanted to make sure that you were going to last, Yeah. Huh? Okay, so you just wanted to like do it for the road so that you could go for the long haul. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and it's like you've for, 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 forgotten you. about it, like, you know, on the way there. And then, like, you're on the drive and you're like, you got to you gotta take care of this. What did you use for cleanup? I mean, you always have napkins in the napkins. glove box. Oh, Who doesn't have napkins what in the glove nap- box? I mean, but like they're, always, they're a little harsh. The McDonald's ones. Yeah, or even, the- like, the brown Starbucks hey, ones. You would rather? Starbucks, Starbucks ones? wasn't around back then. Yeah. It, well, I was just going to say, the brown Starbucks ones, honestly, just kind of, like, smudge everything around. Like, I don't no, feel like it ever really, like, cleans. But the problem oh, so is... you've tried... No, even just uh, oh, so like I, a spilled coffee yes. or something. Okay. <laughs> and if you go too, well, and if you she go does too, love Starbucks. <laughs> oh, gross. And if you get too soft, uh, it breaks off. Yeah, can't have that. Oh boy. No, seriously, like, don't use tissue. Look, off the top of your head, I need some dad jokes. Message deleted. Okay, I got no dad jokes. So, so th- this is what I saw online the other day. It said I've decided to get a pet termite. I'm going to call him Clint. Clint Eatswood. <laughs> Mahoney always spit his coffee out. That's, that's pretty solid. He went, <laughs> also would be a, uh, that would be my uh, my porn name. Clint East, Eatswood? Yep, that's right. Uh, they boy, do say I know that what kind of films of, you're in, buddy. I was going to say, those kind of videos make more for, for gentlemen oh, than they do oh, for, sure for they the do. others. Uh-huh. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Mike is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Mike, if you could just give us an idea of like what type of movies that you like. If I asked you what your two or three favorite movies were, what would you say? Uh, I like mob movies. Hell mob yeah. movies, okay. Um, looking down the list here... Not a lot of mob movies because this is a kind of holiday theme now that, you know, we're into December. So hopefully you have at least seen some of the holiday movies over the years. We have a total of five today. Uh, Mahoney and Audrey are helping you out. You can tag Mahoney or Audrey in on any one of these, but you can only tag each one of them in a single time. Again, you have to get three out of the five correct in order to win today. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here we go with number one. Hopefully an easy one for you. Where the hell did you take your shoes off? Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? I'm up here, you morons! Come and get me! <laughs> you guys give up, or you're thirsty for more? One of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. What do you got, Mike? Anything? Or do you need some help? Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. On the board with one. Easy. Easy. I watched Home Alone again like three nights ago. Mm-hmm. And we watch it a couple times every year during the holiday season. Yeah. And I think it did, it gets better. It just yeah. gets, it just even Home Alone two lost in New York. You know what? Uh, I was never a huge fan originally, but now as an no, adult, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's just not as great as the original. Like the original was great. But I mean, yeah, you can watch Home Alone two though. And For sure. Not, like every year, it, you can Home watch Alone Home Alone three 2. is a crime against humanity because well, it's not even Macaulay. Yeah, it's right. not, you know they have like seven Home Alones. You know what messes me up is that uh, I saw something online the other day that Macaulay Culkin is now older than his mom was yeah. mm-hmm. in the original Home Alone, You're which like, oh, also. How awesome is Catherine O'Hare? Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. So good. All right, here we go. On to number two. Incidentally, I know how you feel about all this Christmas business. Getting depressed and all that happens to me every year. I never get what I really want. I always get a lot of stupid toys or a bicycle or clothes or something like that. What is it you want? Real estate. 
Any yeah, guesses? Uh, I'm going to have to tag somebody. Well, you got to choose. Uh, Mahoney. That is a Charlie Brown Christmas. That is exactly right. I would have never. I, I, never. I wouldn't have gotten it either, uh, just like Mike uh, and, and you, Audrey. But Mahoney instantly knew that. Because you watch that every year, right? Yeah, every year. A couple okay. times. It's okay. Charlie Brown's little sister. Okay. Uh, he has a sister? Yes. What? You're doing great, Mike. Uh, with a little bit of help there, you are two for two. Here we go on a number three. I'm making an inventory of every single item in this house. Fascinating. Look, he already stole something. He's hiding it in his jacket. I didn't steal this. It's a card my parents gave me. So why don't you go stay with them? They died. My bad. Uh, yeah. I could tag Audrey. That's eight crazy nights. Eight crazy nights for the win. That is correct. You did it. want to go the other two yeah you want to try it i'll just play him. okay you want you want to play him yeah. okay you, you enjoying this i am the, the christmas so mahoney just wants to know that he is the king of christmas but Mah- mahoney loves christmas movies so this, this is built for him so mike congratulations you win i'm gonna put you on hold uh, <laughs> here we go mahoney. <laughs> so when i get home tonight i'm gonna to write my name and my number inside this book and then first thing tomorrow morning i'll sell it to a used bookstore which one you're not gonna tell me you're not gonna tell me why not well now every time you go past an old bookstore you're gonna to have to go inside and see if it's there this is just wrong. You don't just have the most incredible night of your life with a perfect stranger and then leave it all to chance, do you? Do you? Audrey, uh, Audrey knows it. Oh, I 100% know it. This is one I should add into my Christmas rotation that's not there nearly as often because I love me some John Cusack. He's the king. That is serendipity. serendipity. Oh. Well done. That was such a good movie. God, it's a, I literally am... like. It, in my feels right now. Really? Love actually gets a lot yeah. of love, and it's hit come back over the years. But but love actually is more like painful. Well, yeah. It doesn't feel like as good as serendipity. And if feels. I'm going to watch a Christmas movie with Alan Rickman, it's going to die hard. Oh my god! Wow, that was such a good clip. I'm going to watch. You going to make later. your boyfriend watch that later? Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> he's a big he's a big romance movie guy though. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Final one. Let's see if you guys can go five for five. I'm a born car salesman, but I was thinking today that maybe I would just uh, kind of ease into it. You know, get, get a feeling for the place. Yeah, well, um, well, you see that tire kicker right there? He's all yours. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I got a thousand bucks. Says you can't sell him. Oh, let me in on that action. Oh, let's just make bucks. it three. Three? Three Gs. What? Ooh. That's a holiday movie with the... With, I mean, we know his, what's his name? Matilda, he's been in Hercules. Danny DeVito. Danny, thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Oh, Danny God. DeVito. But what holiday movie is Danny DeVito in? I'm, try, I'm trying to, is is Matilda? No, Matilda's it's not. not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. We're nothing. stumped. Yeah. Would that be like Jingle All the Way? Was he in Jingle All the Way? You're going kind of down the right path. Deck the Halls. Never seen it. For. Never seen is that what Sinbad? Uh, is Sinbad in that? Matthew Broderick is in the in the movie with him. I don't know if I've ever seen that Christmas movie. Mm. Yeah. Bad choice, Jordan. Bad choice. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I don't want to say that you're a dramatic individual, but you certainly find yourself in interesting situations from time to time. And yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, it happened yet uh, again. It was, it was, it was late later than that. Oh, it was? I mean, we're talking like 1 a.m. I was sound. Oh, this is, okay. Yeah, I was sound asleep. 
And next thing you know, I am being woken up in a panic. Your wife. By my wife. Okay, what's wrong? She has heard a noise. Outside or inside? I don't know. Just a noise. She has heard a noise. Also, we've talked about this before, but how it became a thing where, like, we as the men of the house have to go. I believe in equality. Yes. You hear it. You you got to go find it. Nope, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I'm fine. I would much rather be murdered in my sleep than be murdered when I'm awake. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Right? And also, I mean, if we're just... Being honest with the odds, if somebody has broken into our house, they are probably capable of taking us out. Probably. Because they're more prepared than we are. We're stumbling around with eye boogers and our tidy whities Like, what are we What are we supposed to do? But. Whatever you can. A few years ago. Literally. Whatever you can. <laughs> everybody may not know this, but there was uh, another time where my wife woke me up in a very similar panic. In the middle of the night. And it's because somebody, sure enough, was... There was somebody in Robbing my, your neighborhood. Robbing yeah. my neighbor's house mm-hmm. and yeah. dragging their... Uh, it's like their grill. Like their grill, grill through uh, some rocks on the side of the house, making a stupid amount of noise, and that was at about 3 a.m. And That's some big meth energy right that, there. It was like, big I'm meth energy. I'm steal his grill. But okay. since then, Dave... Because in that moment, when she woke me up those years ago, I was like, it's nothing. Go back to sleep. Right. And then I hear some more moving. It turns out it wasn't nothing. So now, any sound that she hears in the middle of the night. High alert. Is valid. I have to give credence to. Yes, you do. That's your job. You have to get up as a man and make sure. I'm not saying that we're not going to do it. I'm just saying we don't like it. We are also vulnerable. That's fair. But I mean, like, that's just what we feel. I I know you guys are scared, too. But I mean... I'm, uh, of course I'm kidding. Like as, as the protector you, you of the house like, with the kids, I'm not sending my like, wife out there to go check it out because if she gets killed, I'm going to have to take care of all the kids and I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, that's I'd, okay. I'd rather die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I get out of bed and, you know, turn everything down, turn the white noise machine off and like listening intently mm-hmm. to see if I can hear anything. I don't, but I'm like, well, maybe they've moved to another side of the house or yeah. something outside. So, you know, I, uh. I grabbed my weapon. What is your weapon? Uh, a Louisville Slugger. You grabbed a bat? I did. Okay. And I start, you know, breaking down the rooms in my house. Uh-huh. And as I round a corner, my eyes are still adjusting to the, the darkness. Because mm-hmm. you can't turn on the light. No, no. You turn on the light, you alert whatever criminal, ghost, uh, ne'er-do-well that is there. Yes. And it, you can't. Wait, so you're one of the people who would be going through in the dark in your home in a horror film? You don't turn on any lights. You turn on the lights. Your eye, they, they, your eye, you will be blinded. No, and they know murdered. where you're at. Okay. They Mahoney, know where you're at. We know who would get murdered first in this room. It wouldn't be me. It would be Mahoney because their light, their eyeballs are already adjusted to the dark. They've been creeping around in your house in the darkness for a while. You're dead. And so I turn the corner mm-hmm. and then I experience maybe the worst pain that I've ever experienced in my entire life. Stub your toe. My wife had put out like literally old college books. Oh. That are in the hallway that we're going to recycle or throw away or something like that. And I mean, we're talking direct hit. 
to right the pinky toe. Pinky, pinky toe. toe. The most not even the, toe. Not even the big toe. The littlest of the piggies. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is much worse than there being an intruder. Yes. Oh, and so good. now I'm hobbling around. <laughs> I have the to one go when we all the way home. Yeah, I have oh to go God. look outside. Yeah, Mahoney, we literally nobody's there. <laughs> I have been up. I was on the pain so subsided scared. for so long. Yeah. I was unable to go back to sleep. You should file a claim with your homeowner's insurance. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, in your line of work, you guys listen to a lot of popular artists, but do you search out unknown artists in your free time? Message deleted. Finding undiscovered music is such a chore and i was into it i mean for many years i hosted a new music show for many years and i love new music but even like at this point in my life trying to curate a playlist is a ordeal i love it that you have to spend a large period of time days doing days hours you enjoy that i love it so Mm. um whenever i'm feeling like a type of way or like in a mood like i recently uh made a playlist called feeling romantic but i wanted it to be specific because there's so many um sad love songs and that's what i was finding i was like that's very annoying that everything is about heartbreak and there's nothing there's not much like cute whimsical type of music and if there is it's all like the uh let's get married wedding day songs yeah. i wanted with the rom-com feel like the yeah. cute in between so i spent days almost weeks trying to make this but uh see for me that's why i love the radio because i don't really want to put in the work for it i love when i stumble across a new artist like if i'm on social media and somebody shares something um and like that teddy swims guy that i was telling you guys about that He's like that, yeah. you, know, you know who Teddy Swims is. Yeah, he, he got, he got he, found on TikTok. He got, yeah, exactly. He blew up on TikTok and Instagram. And I was like, oh, this guy's great. And then I went and started to like listen to some of his other stuff. And I really liked that as well. And so he got like put into rotation on a couple of playlists. But I'm never like, okay, it's a lazy Sunday afternoon. I'm going to go looking for Scroll new musical SoundCloud artists. SoundCloud or oh, whatever. That's ever, me. Ever, never. That's me. Actually, um, you know how they do like the, uh, the, the raps or whatever, the mm-hmm. Spotify raps or the replay if you're an Apple Music person. Uh, two of my top most played songs in my top five was a band that I found on TikTok. Really? And they're like some, and they're a uh, not known band. And I was like, dang, I didn't realize that I was like listening to them that heavy. I just did. I mean, also, because I'm an Apple Music user as opposed to Spotify, just because I'm in the Apple ecosystem mm-hmm. and I use Apple Fitness and, well, my wife uses Apple Fitness. <laughs> I use their storage, you, you Apple TV, to it and, which, yeah. whatever the Apple One plan sure. that exists, yeah. it's actually a pretty good value for what it is. Totally uh, the music is included, but I just looked at my most played songs and the Apple version of like the year end rap is so much more janky than the Spotify well, one. Because yeah. the Spotify one now, they're trying to like, they're doing a little bit much, okay? And and it's funny because all of the shame, it feels like the Apple versus Android. Like everybody who's on Spotify feels like they're elite because they've got the Spotify no, wrapped the or people whatever. People on Apple are, are judging the people on Spotify because Spotify play, pays the musicians the least amount and Apple. Uh, I think pays the most. I'm judging sure. everyone that posts one of those because I look at your top five and I'm like, you like crappy music. Oh, wait. Mine was, all that no, stuff. Man, my, yeah. my, num- good. my number one Shut was up. AWOL Nation. Okay. That's and good. my number one song of the year, which actually did not surprise me, 
was Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Ohio, <laughs> which that song is, I that mean, was 50 your, years old. That was your number one song I of played, 2022. I, pl- I played that song uh, literally 120 times. My, Almost every three days. Mine was I played that song. R&B artist, a country artist, and then alternative, alternative, alternative. Y'all, I just told you I don't care, and you both proceed to rattle off what yours are. Because you didn't even look at yours. If you had uh, looked at yours, you would have been telling us right now, too. Number one, CrossFit. Cold. You don't Every know year. that. Yep. I actually have a friend of mine who posted her wrapped was in, it in there? CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. was like up, up there. I was like, girl. Get it. <laughs> There's two songs. <laughs> She's single because I got a brother that would love her. She's not. She's uh, married. Uh, but I don't know for how long. Because if he's listening to CrossFit <laughs> on loop. She's going through something. <laughs> Divorce incoming. What's something that you absolutely refuse to buy secondhand? Message deleted. Mahoney's weird. I was going to say Mahoney's weird about uh, just like thrifting in general, even though that's so popular. Yeah, I don't want to wear a dead because the clothes I wear 100% came from a dead guy. Yeah. Oh, like Tommy like Bahamas, <laughs> like you see a Tommy Bahama in a thrift store. That's a dead. That's a that is a old dead guy shirt. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that also oh, is God. in a way a very good thing because you'll never have that awkward conversation with somebody who's like, "Hey, I think that used to be my shirt." Not going to happen. They're dead. That doesn't really happen, Dave. It just happened to you because it happened to me. You stole from I the didn't lost steal. and found. I was told I could take it. And lost it was a and Wayne Gretzky shirt. Is different. And I got outed in, in, in elementary school, and it still stings to this day. Because you did steal, it wasn't yours to be found. And the I lost and found. I was told that I could take it. So by a teacher. <laughs> I I never used to have this uh, kind of not phobia, but you know, issue uh, until I met my wife. Because uh, when we got together, I built a house. Like, went through a builder and, you know, went that route. Just to be clear, you did not build a house. Well, no, but I went through a builder who built a house for us. Yeah. Uh, You know, track home. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like customer or anything, but it was a new house. Nobody had lived in there. And now, I don't think if I ever move again, I don't think I could live in a a, a used house. Because it's haunted. You... I don't. What? I don't want to run the risk of that house being haunted. So we have to go new. You don't even believe in ghosts. You have told us numerous. So this is just some fake stance that you nope. always get a brand new home. No, nope. yeah. This. This is this. Is that your wife is going to have to pay for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So there's a lot of people in my neighborhood that have the uh, the holiday lights up, and my kids really enjoy it this time of year. You know, they want to drive around or walk around and look at everyone that's put up the lights. And, yeah, like we've talked about, you know, we, we all like to get into the holiday spirit in our own way. But for me, seeing Christmas through my kids' eyes is oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, have you put up yours? Uh, so we have, like, the lights up because we just transitioned because we have the LEDs now. So we went straight from Halloween to Christmas. Oh, okay. You so change the colors. Yeah, you don't need to take them down. That's yeah. the beautiful thing about the multicolored LEDs. Yep, they just stay up. Yep. Do you did you do classic white or did you go old school with the like the all different colors? So for the exterior of the house, it's red and it's green. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah, but then like the tree inside is is white. I love the old school incandescent Christmas lights, the big thick ones, thick ones, yeah. the big bulbs. Yeah. My uh, my father in law, he does that at his house. He's got like the old school. Does ones. he actually put those up himself? Oh yeah, which oh, is man. crazy. So I, I actually it, because uh, you know I wanted to have those lights up, but I didn't want to put, put them up. up yeah, because it's it's, that is a to do and dangerous. Um, I looked into how much that is. Expensive. It's expensive. Like almost a grand. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. If you got a two story house, it's. But uh, then I saw I got an ad, and this is very well targeted on uh, on Instagram. 
like the LEDs that they you can use to line like the rim of your house that stay up all year round, and oh. then you just theme it to whatever, be red, white, and blue, and like and like chasing lights for the Fourth of July. Oh, dude, I would hate that though. It'd be too much. I think so for so, every holiday, like and then green home for St. Patrick's. I mean, no, you could just dude, keep them no off. Yeah, you could just turn them off if it was too much. But anyway, so uh, speaking of being too much, my brother has a next door neighbor that gets very into the holidays, and they have the large inflatable ones that. They kind of look like crap because it just looks like trash on your yard. Whenever they're some inflated. Of, when they're some deflated. deflated. Some yeah. of the inflatables don't look good. Yeah. Well, but like when they're deflated during the day, for the most part, it looks like garbage, right? Yeah. Actual trash on your front yard. But I Nobody get why- wants a limp decoration. <laughs> You're exactly right. Uh, but this is where I thought it went a little bit too far. I was over at my brother's house yesterday. We were doing some work, and I was leaving in the evening, and so his neighbor's Christmas lights were on and mm-hmm. all the inflatables were up. They have a couple of inflatables that sing. Okay. That's fine. They At leave night. them on all night. I mean, it depends on the, the level. I mean, if you can hear them through the windows of a neighbor's house, that's too loud. That's too loud. So, I, But if you're just walking by, no, I no. think it's... I got, I got a, into my acceptable. car and shut the door and started my car and I could still hear it singing. Was your Has your brother complained about it yet? He's mentioned it. Oh, okay. Because there's... The, what songs? I that heard, does I heard matter. Jingle Bells and <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I don't know. Oh, my God. Santa Claus is Coming to Town on repeat? I don't know how many times it loops. Uh, like Christmas? Know. Rocking around the I Christmas tree? I didn't hear those. Also? No way. Nobody ever rocks around a Christmas tree. It's no, never ha- It's no. never happened once. No. Nobody's Who ever rocked. a Christmas tree in the middle of the room so you can rock around? Nobody. It. You'll trip over the court. You're a monster. You're, 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 no. Um, so, I don't know if you should say something to his neighbor. Because there's also yes. one that like flashes a, a light, kind of like a siren, and so it'll hit their windows in their house. If it's hitting windows, I feel like, man, it's going too far. That is, there's levels to this because that decorations are expensive, and you know that they're just going to put them away for next year. Yeah. So if you don't tell them now that it's just because it's just a minor inconvenience, right? It's just all about the way you go about having the conversation. Like, wow, this I really enjoy your Christmas decorations. Just some like at night, do you care to turn them off at like 10 p.m.? Yeah, no, just set you the gotta, timer. They got to stay. Yeah. No, they got to stay on it all night. All Christmas, night. Christmas lights. No, they don't. Go on at dusk and they turn off at dawn. No, that is the no, the Christmas lights. That is, that is, they stay go on at all dusk night. and they go off. People when I who know are I'm driving through the neighborhood at two a.m. don't you, get to see them. Nope. No, that's you don't garbage. get that joy. You should. You should yes. get, be getting home at a more responsible. No, no hour. they're out there. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Guys, I know that we can agree on this one. Not a hot take at all. One thing that goes fantastic with meth is firearms. Oh, I thought you were going to say fireworks. Oh, but fireworks, fireworks are close. Ah. Things that things that explode. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. So there is a couple, and let me show you the picture of these two. This is a 51-year-old guy by the name of Johnny Jr. Smith Jr. Oh, God. And... What, 42, Johnny, what? Johnny Jr. Smith Jr. Okay. And then Brandy Sue Skipper, who is 42. Johnny Tell Jr. me that Jr. he doesn't look a thousand years old. Wow. And she's 42. Don't Brandy do drugs, kids. Sue. Yeah. Well, Brandy don't Sue do and Johnny Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 do that. That's not great. Uh turns out that they uh they had their home searched, search warrant, uh, and good call by the uh, by the cops in this one. They found 79 grams of meth along with $3,644 in cash. Uh, that's not the part that was interesting, though. Also, 
29 firearms were seized, and they, they, right. they laid them all out there, all these different guns. Seems, again, so many seems, rifles. seems about right. A lot of rifles. Why so many rifles? They had three sawed-off shotguns as well, Jeez. and yeah, they're in a whole bunch of trouble now. Is it just me, or, you know, I understand younger people who are on meth. I can, I can, like, I can wrap my head around that, and, and I know it's not whatever, because you're youthful and experienced, but if you're like 60 doing meth still, what in the world is going on? Truly. Yeah. What do you have to do? Like, you don't see, like... You're just getting jacked up in your living room? That's what's so weird to me about drugs. It's like, you're just in your living room at a certain age, because you're not clubbing. Yeah, you're, you're not. not. Like, got, you're not clubbing. You're yeah, not, so like, putting on a cute dress and going to do meth at Party or trays. something, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're literally sitting in your living room. It's Christmas time. And you're peeling the scabs off your face. What? What are you doing, man? Right. You know that that couch is just picked to shreds. There's not a single thread left on that oh, couch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, an interesting story here. A 39-year-old by the name of Jennifer Louise Recacapa told police that she got into an argument with her man friend at his house, and uh, she had accused him of, uh, or he had accused her of having relations with somebody else, and they got into this argument, and he had been eating breakfast, okay. and he had been eating the OG best breakfast sandwich of all time, the Egg McMuffin from McDonald's. That's when another woman came to the house and started yelling, and Jen told the woman to shut your fat ass up. Oh. That prompted her man to hit her with an Egg McMuffin sandwich several times. I feel like you get hit with a McMuffin. That, that could wreck you. That's hard. Would you prefer you, McMuffin you, or uh, McGriddle? A, a McGriddle to the face all day long. But it's sloppier. I feel yeah, like that one comes softer. with more malice. I feel like you could lose an eye to a McGriddle. McMuffin, but a McGriddle, it's just, well, I'm just how the you syrup's lose all over my face. To, I've had worse I don't understand. Like, how do you even hit somebody with an Egg McMuffin? It's too small of a sandwich. Like a discus. See, no, 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 no. You throw you like can, a, you, you throw, throw like a frisbee, like a fastball. Oh, like a fat y'all. You wind up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You straight yeah. up Nolan Ryan that thing. <laughs> that that uh, train coming down the tracks, baby. Turns out this lady that got hit with the egg McMuffin, she got arrested. Well, you got, got hit in the face with an egg McMuffin and got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Because she she was the one over there chirping about him hooking up with somebody it, else. And could a what? egg McMuffin yeah. be de- be described as a dangerous weapon? Like assault with a dangerous weapon, or a deadly weapon? I Not mean, deadly. I, no, I don't think deadly. Delicious. You don't, assault do you, with a delicious if, weapon. Okay, how many egg McMuffins? Okay, would we need mm. to murder somebody? I mean, enough to like, like drop a, them on them because like I feel style. I feel like we could murder like like you could use an egg McMuffin or McMuffins. No, this is a, this is a question that I thought a weapon. lot about over the years. Like, how many egg McMuffins would you have to put into a tube sock to make it a dangerous weapon? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. because you really could, you pack them in there. Well, the problem with uh with with McDonald's food in general is that it just doesn't age, so it would never really get harder it's hard than enough, it's now. Yeah. No, yeah. It, the problem is if you're beating somebody with a sock full of egg McMuffins, and who hasn't thought about that? Exactly. I think you only have. You have a it's diminishing returns because every time you slap somebody with that sock, mm-hmm. I mean, the blood force trauma is definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at, with each one, it's going to soften the uh, the muffins yeah. as a yeah. whole. Sure, yeah. So you're going and to then need it's a, start leaking through, and then they're just going to well, start then you have consuming to have a it, and then it's sock delicious. Full yeah. Of uh, egg McMuffins, and then you're using them nunchuck style. <laughs> I think that you just do the slow game and just. Feed them the egg McMuffins and eventually they'll just die. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hi, guys. This is for Dave. When you were in Cabo, did they happen to play Baker Street on saxophone? Best song ever done by saxophone. And I think it's a very romantic song. Did they play that for you guys? Thanks. Bye. Message deleted. Uh, yes, there was some uh, some Baker Street on saxophone in Cabo. And Mary, if we're being honest, all I could think about was you. Not anything sexy. Like Dave Ramsey has ruined this song. If you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, he's a like a financial radio show host. Yeah. And this is what he plays coming back from commercial, like at the top of every hour. Oh, really? Yeah. I still like it. Dude, if we're gonna talk sexy saxophone, Careless Whisperer is uh, by far Careless the Whisper's number the one sexy saxophone song, period. George Michael's Songbird. Is that something that has just gone the way of the dodo? Like s- s- Sexy saxophone being something that gets brass, people in the mood. Brass instruments in general, I think. Uh, I would like to see a resurgence. I think back in the day, flute, the clarinet, the saxophone, those were all like every kid was playing some sort of uh, brass instrument in the uh, middle school band. And now. Yeah, I'm just saying, I think that I would get laughed out of the room if I like was, you know, sexy time with a wife and I put on some sexy saxophone. What What do you put on? Music-wise, it depends. It's the sexy it depends. Time. I mean, you know, the, we we talked a lot about the "Only by the Night" from Kings of Leon. Yeah, that uh, album. That album is a great album. But you only think of me when you play that song. No, I don't. Because you know that's that's absolutely not you true. Think that one hundred percent is you. That one hundred percent is my sex album. That was that was not your sex album. It was that was everyone. I claimed okay. that in two thousand and eight. That was everyone's fine. sex album. That, well, that, I was the first was, one. No, you were on the radio that's to claim so, it. Okay. On the radio. We hipster to <laughs> Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Okay. Yeah, it's like the sexiest album of all time by a modern rock band, and you're like, oh, it's mine. I did claim it. No, no you do don't that. get to do that's just not how that works. Yeah. And no, Mahoney, not everyone thinks of you whenever they I hear bet you do. certain I, I bet literally you do. I quite literally don't. I just <laughs> don't. Whenever I hear Kings of Leon is you one will, of my yes. if not my number one favorite album of all time because it had such a movement on me and becoming an adult. Yeah. So I think of that. I don't think of you having sex. Oh, I bet you will now. No. Nope. For sure, bet don't. all of you will. Nope, we you, you, you somebody said, closer comes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revelry. Ooh. Revelry is my favorite song of all time. Uh, what a night for a dance. But, uh, you how know what's, disappointing? Uh, what's pretty good is uh, then, Mumford and Sons. Pretty, uh, pretty good. He got sober. That's why they yeah. suck. Yeah. Oh, Kings Leon. Yeah. Yeah, you got a banjo. It's, it's not. It's not the banjo songs. It, it, there's there's plenty that aren't like banjo heavy. So my my mine go to my more recent. Has, was Glass Animals, uh-huh. you know? But the problem with Glass Animals, I've been a, I've been a huge fan of Glass Animals since they came around. But they just had one of their, I mean, one of the biggest songs in the world, multi-platform. Yeah, yeah. but it crossed over. Yeah. So like when I used to just create a station like playlist, you would go to Glass Animals, hit create an artist station, and just play it off of that. And so now it's like it's like all like Drake and all sorts of like other pop, stuff that yeah, I'm just music. not into so, because it has crossed into the but, pop but realm. So let me ask you this: like, if you were gonna hook up with your wife and Marvin Gaye, "Let's Get It On" came on, yeah, th- that doesn't work, does oh, it? It works for me. It I had, does. I oh. had well back in the day when Ew. we were fir- when we were first. My wife would give the look that Audrey is giving nah. you right now. Like, what are you Nostalgia, doing, man? baby? Nostalgia. Uh, Nostalgia for who? Your grandparents? No, my grand, <laughs> my grandparents. That would be maybe my parents, not my grandparents. Still, uh, come on. So when my wife and I were first uh, dating, I had, and this is kind of the early days of iTunes before everything was on. There was only the music you had purchased, and I had everything just on like random shuffle, and I had Wu Tang, uh, Wu Tang Clans, uh, Enter the Thirteen Chamber. Stop. 
or Enter the 36 Chamber, whatever it's called. Their their first album and their the song Method Man has a like skit going into that song mm. that if you're playing it just randomly. Yeah. And so, you know, things were happening and this song comes on and it's the skit is about like doing like horrible things like nailing their junk to a dresser yeah, no, and yeah. a radiator and horrible and so it's like that was a mood killer for us. I'm sure Mahoney. Mahane said favorite sex song, Itsy Bitsy Spider. And Crazy Reg said he he imagines that Mahoney gets in the mood by putting on the uh, the Call of Duty theme. No, Dude, yeah. hey, the th- Call of Duty theme See, here we hits. <laughs> oh, my God. You're exhausting. There are some- Please leave a message after the tone. If you could be a pro racer, would you want to race in NASCAR, F1, or maybe off-road racing? Message deleted. None of the above. You do the old school cigarette boat races. Because <laughs> all oh, from the eighties, yeah. yeah, like yeah, all the cocaine. Because that's what those yeah. dudes were doing. Yeah. We watched that documentary on Netflix. We did. Tell me that didn't look like they, a they, damn they, good they time. Professional boat racer, and then in my off time, I traffic large amounts of cocaine. <laughs> You're like, awesome. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So can you believe this contract that Ronaldo is getting? I mean, we know that soccer is huge, right? But you say yes, you can believe it. I I actually am surprised that it's not more. Man, it's not more. It's the biggest athlete contract in history. Well, he's getting $207 million per year. Yeah, but Phil Mickelson this past year just made $140 million. And Phil Mickelson versus Ronaldo... Ronaldo is infinitely more marketable and yep. still literally at the top of his game, yep. unlike Phil. So, you know, the fact that I would I would have expected this to be in the three hundred million dollar mark by that uh, by using Phil Mickelson as a metric, considering it's the Saudis that are paying him. I also think that whenever we are going to pay whenever him. we think about uh, soccer, football. Whenever you're thinking about that, it's just so removed for Americans. Like it is just not the world sport that it is. Literally, uh, that's football is so massive here that whenever we think of if I don't know, it's just not. It's whenever we think of soccer, it's just not on the platform as the NFL is for Americans, and so it's hard for us to believe. Like two hundred and six million dollars per year seems insane, but there is no bigger athlete in the entire world than him. Floyd Mayweather. Well, but- oh, I mean, Mayweather makes more money. True. I, it's ridiculous. I know. It's disgusting in a lot of ways. But, I mean, the idea of Ronaldo getting paid $207 million a year and then an NFL quarterback having to play, uh, an elite NFL quarterback having to play. Patrick Mahomes. 10, ten years. 10 years. 10 years. Right, in order I mean, to make he may, I think it might, might be $300 million. Yeah, I think it was, he's making like $34 yeah. million dollars a year. But he's not playing multi-countries. Like, he's not playing no, I mean, from it's... here to, he's not playing a Spanish NFL team. As Chris, uh, they as certainly could if, if Spain could get their ish together. Well, how about we Canada's stop? Canada's been trying with a little Canadian football league. Let's stop with those uh, games over in London. Yes, let's stop with the games everywhere else. Like a game in Germany, a game that's in London, City, that's, Mexico City. That's how you get the Ronaldo contracts. The, see, the, the difference is between soccer and football. Football, you have to be indoctrinated into it. And we are here in America. Yeah. But to like pick it up as a 40-year-old... You're not going to be like, all of a sudden, I'm, I love this very complicated, nuanced game with a lot of people that all look the same. And that are going to get you, like, for sure hurt at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's, but, but, your, but that's the thing that game. makes me really, really angry about soccer and basketball. It's just all of the ridiculous flopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the flopping is, yeah. is pretty bad. 
I mean, soccer's the worst. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like I to, I like to see my players bad. get concussed and then get up and try to act like they're cool. Dave, like, that's what I'm. You don't mean that? No, not really. Of course not. I mean, especially with what we just saw happen with Tua. Like, truly, that's really, really sad. But with basketball, at least you've got guys. I mean, those dudes are huge. Soccer players are not the like basketball players. You got guys out there who are seven foot tall, who weigh you know damn near three hundred pounds, who are pushing you around. I'm not even talking about the guys that get hurt and then just emphasize it a little bit. I'm talking about the, the guys that LeBron. just absolutely don't even get touched and they fall over and they're like, oh, yeah. my Lord. LeBron flops. Yes, LeBron does it all the time. Yes, but 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 they're they're trying to put rules in place so whenever if you get caught, then you get penalized. So. See, I grew up in the day of pride mixed martial arts where you got penalized. If you weren't kicking enough ass, dude, you, you kick somebody there on the ground, and you're like, "Yeah, kicking him in the face." Go ahead and kick uh, him in the face. Yeah, go, go for Sh- it. Should be easy. They're laying down. Go ahead. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild. Just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the golden west Home means Nevada to me One more time 